Hi, everybody. This is Meta Mondays with Adina Bannock. And today, it's all about you. I love these days the best. We had a guest, and I, why do I feel like it's always so many more weeks than it really is that I had you to myself? I know I always say this, but it's true. So when I get a chance to have you alone, <laughs> it sounds so funny, I just feel like it, I have to just be with you and do your readings, which I'm going to do. But first, I want to talk about something. Um, you know, I was up really, really late last night, and I was looking around this room that I work in that kind of like my life is in, and it's been accumulation of 18 years and it's so disorganized and everything was all over the place I couldn't get anything done and I was sitting here thinking oh my god what am I going to do I'm I'm not like this I don't I can't organize anything and all of a sudden it hit me as it does with everyone when we have that moment that Every single thing in this room, in the world, was meant for me. Not just meant for me, but I created it. Uh, I, it's easy to know that this room was created by me because, of course, I did create it. But I want you to look at everything in your home, I want you to look at everything that you do during your day. Even the things you say you don't like that are bad to you or awful, look at them differently. Look at them as if you wanted them for a reason or Look at them as if you created them. And maybe you're thinking that I wouldn't want to do this. I wouldn't want to create this. I want you to look at it with love. Really. I want you to look at the situation that you might not like with love and say this, all of this was for me. And at the same time, realize that you have the exact power to create the opposite. Do you understand what I'm saying? Maybe I'll try to do this differently. 20 years ago, I would have given anything to have an office or a room like this. But right now, this office and this room are, are my captors, really. I, I am going through so many other things that this room really doesn't mean anything to me. Not only that, 
but I have three fish tanks in it that are, the fish are overpowering my life. (laughs) So I'm not appreciating how incredibly beautiful it is. It's taken me 30 years to create this just by, you know, all of the things I've been given, things I've bought over a lifetime. It's just, it's, it's the kind of thing I would dream of being in. It's magical. So I decided that this is such a magical place. I'm surrounded by pictures of people I love all the time. And every angle I look is someone I love looking back at me. That is so amazing. So if I could do this in this room, I can do this outside again. Do you understand that? I know you do. I know you do. And that's what we are going to do. And I don't care what's going on in your life. I don't care how bad it is, that is the way we are going to think. Look at the beautiful places you have created. Is it with a person? Is it with an animal? A pet? What is it with? Look at it differently. Look at it as if it was meant only for you, for your enjoyment. And then let's start creating the rest. So here I go. I'm going to start immediately with my first reading. And my first reading is, uh, let me start with a smaller one. I have two people that I must, must get in. And the first person is going to be named David. And this question I am going to keep private. And I have to because it's just something that, you know, something that I think should be. I am just going to ask a question, and this question for David is, will this one person that he's asking about say or decide that he's done enough? I think that's the way to ask it. Here I go. Okay, David, hang on. Um, What I mean by that, I'm sure you know, is that um, he could go against it, you know? Or he could say, sure, I'll accept that. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm going to look at now.
Okay. Mm-hmm. I that's what I know. Okay, but how? Okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm not sure. I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm really not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just have to, you know, ask you something. Is it possible that, um, I think you already said that, but he's thinking that maybe a monetary compensation might be okay. That's what I'm getting. So I think I might talk to you later, okay? But that's what I am seeing. I think he's thinking of any way to, to avoid that. Do you understand? Because that's what I thought, you know, when we spoke. So that's what I believe. I'm going to move on to someone that is always on my fan site and he is just a lovely person and he just asked there was a lot and I can't get to all of that because I have so many wonderful readings to do but he he wants to know for himself first which is what I'm doing um, is that he wants to know if he if he's going to find his twin flame. Um, oh, he wants to know if anyone who's passed over wants to talk to him. He wants to know about health. He worries about so many things I know. Um, okay. Let me just look at him. Okay. Oh, he's worried so much, yeah. Oh, my God, there's so much going on for him. Okay, honey, I'm looking. You know, a lot of this I can't answer now. It's stuff that it would be a, a long reading. Let me just look. Okay. Interesting. Wow. Wow. I, I really, this is, this is interesting. I have something to say to you. Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. You know, honey, I think that um, one of the things I want to tell you is that you are <laughs> you are very you're so I want to say attached, and you are just a wonderful, wonderful child to your parents. I know that you're grown, but 
you are, you're just amazing. I believe though that it's time for you to start learning or trying to learn how to um, start over. Do you know what I mean? How to begin another way of life. I'm only saying this because you have an amazing amount of determination and strength. And you were really born to to be, you're here to learn. You're here to um, grow. You're here to teach possibly too in some way. And you asked about your twin flame. And although I don't term it that way, I clearly see a major love relationship. So I see it here. Now, I know that you worry about your mother because you, you know, mentioned that. And I'm going to tell you that she is fine. I also want to tell you that I see your sister. I don't see your brother. And I see that, um, oh my God, you asked about money. I see you getting money. I see you feeling like your life is, you have hope again. But I also get that there might be someone who comes in and just comes out again. I, you know who I feel that is? The brother, okay? And I'm not reading him in particular, but that's who I feel it is. However, it's okay because you are going to think differently. You're going to move past a lot of things. Uh, you're going to really start feeling wonderful about yourself. The only thing I want to say is you worry way too much. You do. And you allow it, I think, at times to stop you from moving, growing, and experiencing. You need to learn how to make decisions. I know you can, but you don't know you can. You're so traditional in so many ways. As untraditional as you think you are, you're traditional in your values, you know? And I really believe it's you're going to want to marry someone. So that's what I'm going to do for now because this was really all the time I had. And I will see maybe possibly in another time reading about your parents. But this was for you. I want you to realize that you have been... I want to say you're like a rose that's been 
cultivating in a beautiful hothouse for a long time. And it's time for you to be shown <laughs> at, at a garden, I don't know, a garden show, a garden party. And um, it's time for you to blossom. That's what you are. You're a hothouse rose who's still in the hothouse and needs to come out. That's exactly who you are. So now I'm going to move on to um, some readings that I have. And by the way, everyone, um, I know it's kind of scary to call in and get a reading, but it's a lot of fun. And Doug, our producer, is amazing. And... He sounds like a real, real radio producer. That's probably because he's the owner. But he's, he's really nice. And you're welcome to call in at 888-627-6008. And I will give you a live reading. I love them. They're wonderful. If you have a question and you've wanted to call, just do it. I'm nice, he's nice, and this is real. So the phones are open, and if you want to, please just do that. Uh, okay, so I'm going to start, and let's see. There were so many good readings. Okay. People were asking and giving me details. The first one I have is from Tina. Tina asks, will Jay exclusively commit to me soon? And with that, uh-huh, and with that, marry me and something else. This something else is something that I don't like predicting, but if I see it and it comes up, I will definitely tell you. So here I go. All right, let's go, everybody. Okay. All right, Jay, you tell me what you feel about tea, and then we'll know. Oh, wow, something, oh, okay. So I know immediately that Jay is in control of this relationship. That was made clear. Okay. All right. Let's see. Hmm. I wonder why. I wonder why. Huh. What's going on? I. You know what? I. Here's what I think. I think he's. I think he's practical. I think that he is. Um. 
he feels like he didn't accomplish something that was very important. And he feels like he has a lot of responsibilities. He also wants to be, for you, the conquering hero. He, he needs that. He wants that. And he is just not ready. It's not that he doesn't want to. It's that he feels he doesn't have a choice. So hold on just a moment. Let me see if I can get through to him. Let's see. Okay. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. But let's do that. Let's do that. All right. Here we go. Tina, he is going to definitely feel like his life is moving in the right direction. I believe that he fantasizes about a life with you. I do. I also feel that he is he needs all the strength and courage he can have to move his life in the direction that he wants. However, in a fundamental really down to earth basic way with money and making life changes um he He's not ready to do that. I do have something to tell you, though. When he commits, he commits. He's not someone who commits half-heartedly. And he's already thinking about committing. The problem is, is number one, I see that he's heartbroken over something. I also see that, you know, he was hurt. I don't know where or when. But he was. He's having a hard time both making that beginning decision and that beginning action. But he too is traditional and romantic. <laughs> so I think he's thinking about it. I think that he's thinking about how am I going to do this? And when he does do this, and I believe it's for you, he will, ah, hang on, he, he will want to commit with, in a, for a lifestyle with you. He feels you have withdrawn. He feels that you overanalyze sometimes. Um, he, maybe you can be critical, if not with him, but with yourself. It's possible. So he's still thinking about it, and he wants to make sure that his lifestyle is the way he wants it before he does anything. So I think that's exactly what he's doing right now, and I think he will as soon as he can. So before I go on, I'm going to take just a few minutes of a break. You are listening to... BBS Radio Station One, Meta Mondays with Adina Bannock. And if it's mainstream, it's not on BBS. I think I got that right. I don't know. But I do have this right. 
If you want to call in for a reading today, call in at 888-627-6008 and we'll talk to each other live. I'll be right back. Thank you. everyone. Welcome back. This is Dina and it's Meta Mondays and it's BBS Radio Station One. And do you know that they were the first, one of the first stations to do this? I believe so. Anyway, uh, no callers. So I think that I'm going to go with all of these emails. And the next one is going to be from, oh, this is going to be a really good one. This is going to be from someone named, I'll say Jay. Okay, I know this sounds crazy, but there is a spirit which followed me for years. All I know is that he's a boy child. I think my daughter has seen him twice. He's obviously he has a name. GE always lets us know he's around. You can f just feel his presence. I guess my husband feels it too, so I can't be crazy. My question is who is he and why does he follow me? Not wanting answers on love or how to win the lotto, just want answers on this spirit, please. That's so sweet and cute. Um, GE, is that just generic? Um, okay, here is what I'm going to do. Usually when I get this question, I could, when I, if I talk to someone, just talk to them and ask them when this spirit appeared. So I'm asking you, Jay, to think when did the spirit first appear? What was going on in your life? And the reason I'm saying this is because while this spirit might be attached to your house, it's usually attached to you too. You could have brought him home with you. I'll explain that now. When we go to the movies and we go to amusement parks and we go to places of high emotion and, you know, it could be fun, it could be scary, a movie, anything. A lot of spirits go there because they are able to, when people are in that kind of high emotional state, a spirit will use that to, to attach to you and go with you. 
So I want you to ask yourself when he materialized for you or when he showed up. Was it when you moved in? Was it after going somewhere? Those are questions that I need to know. Um, I, I'm getting him. Mm-hmm. Okay, you call him GE. I'm not sure why. I believe his name begins with a P. So, this is stuff I love doing on the phone and talking to somebody with. But I'm just going to do something right now and ask a few questions from him and see what he tells me. Okay. Why are you there? Okay, you said you had a child. Hold on a minute. Yes. No, there's not. I don't think there is there. I, I think you're... No, that was, that was, no, that was someone else. Don't do that. <laughs> He's saying that he's older, I believe, than your daughter. He's older than your daughter, but he likes her. His name is Peter. Okay. Hold on. Let me see something. Go ahead. Just tell me. Really? No. Um, really? What you were or were you looking for it? I'm trying to understand you. Now, I don't think that's true, but I think that is true. Um, hold on a minute. Can you show me the circumstance, no matter how far back it goes? One of the issues that he has is with either being a father or having lost his father and he views your daughter I need to know if there is anyone in your family by the name it begins with an S like Sylvie Sylvia something with an S or it's his family and he was very attached to her and he's attached to your daughter in not a way of romance at all. He's older, as I say. He's not actually a boy anymore. He was a boy. He is he has evolved but not moved on. That's hard to explain to you. Some spirits will take on a form 
of being older, even if they haven't moved on. So he is 27. He's not a boy. He was a boy when he died. He is 27 now. I don't know how to answer that any more than I can. And he is kind of a father to your daughter. And that's why he's there. The situation surrounding his death is really unclear for me right now. Because he's giving me several circumstances that I don't find to be realistic. So I'm going to leave it at that and say that he is friendly, very, and that he is looking out for you and your daughter. So if you have, if you have any more questions, um, let me know. And we would have to look into that in a reading, okay? But he is friendly and he is kind and good. So we're going to move on. And my next question comes from G. And G says, good day. There is a man I work with who I recently developed feelings for. I found out that he is in a relationship. He contacts me every day. Do you see us moving closer into a relationship? And more or less, when will this happen? Well, um... The timing on it, I don't know that I'll get. And you've already said he's in a relationship. So the first thing I have to do is see how he feels about you and if he's going to get out of that relationship. Okay. He is T. All right. And here I go. Need to see how T feels about G. Okay. Mm hmm. All right, T, I know you know you have a difficult situation, but you talk to her every day, and I'm sure there's something there, but I want to know how serious it is. Mm-hmm. Right. I know. What was this? Huh. That's interesting. Because I don't see where... Oh, yes, I do. Ah. Clearly. I understand now. Clearly. So that's what you like about her. Okay. I've got it. I've got that so far. Let's keep going. Mm-hmm. Here it goes. Let's go. Networking. Uh-huh. Oh. Okay. We've got a story here, G. Okay. Keep going. Another person. Hmm. Okay. And so what are you going to do about that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, gee, I just looked at T, and here is what the situation is. 
He views you. He, no, I'm sorry. He views. Yeah, it is you. I'm sorry. I'm right. He views you as someone who is so enthusiastic and um, he loves being around that energy and that sense of, I think he feels he mentors you and that, you know, sometimes we have people that just adore us and they want to be around us and we get so much from that. He feels that way about you. He feels you also get along very well. You seem to know with the same people. And it's, um, I don't want to say that it is networking, but it is opening up both of your horizons to know each other and to know other people. At the heart of it, he is not committed to you. He is having difficulty in his own commitment. But he is most definitely torn. The thing about him is that, once again, he is absolutely, positively, 100% in control of what he does. He is thinking about a relationship. And I believe that it is the one that he's in because when I look further, I see him feeling that he does not want any kind of stress in his life about that and he feels that he's limited to as to what he can do with you. He's also someone who is very wise, very deep, he knows what he wants. I do believe that. And what he wants is that he does not want to start something that would be in his, in his words or his meaning, start something the wrong way. He doesn't want to start a relationship by ending a relationship. That's not how he works. If it were fate, if it were to happen, it would happen. He is not going to do that. So I say that you have a part in his life, a, a strong part. It's a part that he sees you in every day. He is grateful that you're in his life and you're important, but not in a romantic way. If he is doing anything that's romantic, I would, I, if I were you, start putting major limits on that because that's not what he wants to do at all. He doesn't. And he knows that he's being selfish if he does. So please don't do that. He is absolutely, positively not trying to be romantic. Okay? So this is a friendship. Okay. 
we have, um, hmm. This is uh, one that I- I'm going to skip because I need to go to this. I have James. James wants to know if his soulmate, M, well, he, he's in love with his soulmate, M, and he wants to know how deep her feelings are for him. So here we go. Let's look for James. Okay, M. How deep is your love? I'm going to start singing. No, I'm not. Okay. All right. M. How deep is your love for James? Because I think he is absolutely ready for something. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Let's see. Nice so far. We're doing good. Wow. Okay. Oh, yeah, James. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's understandable. Mm-hmm. Why? What's that? Why? Why do you feel that way? Uh-huh. I know why. Okay. All right. Okay. So, let me tell you how she feels about you. And I hope that, you know, you can address some of this. The first thing I want to say is that you and she had that immediate, immediate connection that most people like just long for where you feel it, it's passionate, everything connects, um, you're on the same page. And she felt that too. She feels that you are so smart. You're smart. You're objective. You are, she, she believes that you are just really, honestly, the smartest man she knows. But that with that comes a little bit of, oh, she's really, one of the things I want to say even before I finish this is that M is very concerned, I believe, with money and um, and temperament and your personalities. She is marriage-minded. She wants to get married. Now, I can tell you that I think she probably feels the same way. But the difference is with her is that she is not going to put in the kind of commitment and time unless she knows your intentions and unless she knows exactly what you could do 
to make her life the way she wants it. Do you, I'm sure you know that by now. She also feels that either there isn't a lot of fun in the relationship now and that it isn't where she wants it to be. She wants it to be very stable, very, yeah, stable and monetarily stable. And she, I don't believe, feels that way. She's fantasizing about it being that way, but it isn't. And it hasn't moved in that direction. So James, if you want that, you're going to have to either let her know your intentions about it or let her know how you're doing it and what you're planning because she is someone who needs to know, okay? And that would clear up a lot. So it went too fast, too fast today. I had so many more readings to do. Um, we only have two minutes, so let me just tell you what's coming up. I have Dr. David Lowe, who is amazing, and he is going to come on the show and talk about uh, spirituality and seeking spirituality, no matter what religion you are, and then I have Susan Shumsky coming back with a new book. And I will be back next week and I will finish my free readings. So thank you so much for coming and listening. We love you and we'll be right. We'll be back next week. Thanks for listening to Meta Mondays with Adina on BBS Radio Station One. Have a great week, everyone.